0: Hello hello, and welcome back. This is Andrew Love and today on Love, Life and Legacy, we're going to talk about what is sexual integrity because we talk about it a lot. You probably have an idea, but we want to go deep into figuring out what this thing is, unpacking the mysteries so that you can recreate histories, man and woman. So enjoy today. We're going to have a lot of fun. As always, and I hope you can learn a lot so you can implement it in your life so that you can create a radiant blessing, a radiant marriage, a radiant family, a family that changes the world. Enjoy. Welcome back, everybody. It's Andrew Love and...
1: Mr. Sammy Uyama. It's great to be with all of you again.
0: What's the name of this podcast? I always mess it up. Can you say it?
1: This is the Love Life and Legacy podcast, a show about sex, hosted by High Noon and Yours Truly, myself, Sammy, and Mister Andrew Love.
0: Yeah, guys, we are guys and gals, I should say. We are, uh, we are here in our respective countries, and it is another day. And we wanted to talk today about something that. It kind of drives us, and we I think we talk about it so much that we just assume everybody knows what we're talking about, except we don't define it as much as we could. So, we wanted to talk about what is sexual integrity and really get into that because if you're striving for something, you should really be well acquainted with it, otherwise, you're never gonna get it because you don't even know what it is. So, we just wanted to kind of go in and do a bit of a deep dive into. What does sexual integrity look like? What is it? What could it feel like? What is it not? So that at least we can be clear and that you you can be clear when we're speaking about sexual integrity, what we're talking about. But also our hope is that you can get clear and help define it yourself so that you know what you are striving for out of sexual integrity.
1: Yes, exactly. Because if for some of you, this might be a new term even, and you're wondering, what exactly it is we're talking about. And for some of you, if those of you who are kind of in the high noon circle, you've been to some of our events or you've taken some of our courses, then you know this is something you'll have heard us talk about very often. And as one of our early episodes, it's something we wanted to specify, you know, what does this really mean to us and why it's something we talk about so often, we really emphasize it's something, it's such an important thing to have in our lives. Yeah, and even even for us, it's like an ongoing journey to discover and understand what does sexual integrity actually mean. And so, you know, part of this is uh, kind of our musings and our own personal journey to develop a more more like a strengthen our um, understanding of the role that this plays in our lives. And as always, like what Andrew just said, this is not just about us expressing our opinion to you guys. The purpose of the show is really to cause uh, you to think about what these things mean for yourself. And all we want to do is provide some fuel and really leave you with something that you can think about and come to your own conclusion.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Because it's kind of honestly a little bit annoying, (laughs) I guess, for lack of a better term, when... When I talk to people, and they're like, "Oh, you guys are the porn guys," or, "Oh yeah, I don't need to talk to you guys anymore because I figured out my porn situation. And, and I'm, I'm, I guess you know, part of the problem is that we did such a good job spreading awareness about what porn does to us, but uh, in effect, that, that's only a very small portion of what we want to discuss and what we want to help people with. Because that's that's the negative element. It's like we don't want to just spend all of our time focusing on the negative aspects of people's lives and helping them overcome that. We want to help them build a life that they're so enthralled by, a life that when you wake up, you have so many more positives than negatives and any negatives that pop up, you feel like, oh, I can crush those. I can move those out of the way. I can overcome those because that's just the nature that you've adopted. And so sexual integrity you know i just i get i get straight up frustrated when people just assume that we're a porn organization or like an organization that fights pornography in the ring monoe porno uh, we don't that's not us we we want to help people address and uproot negative habits that they have especially pertaining to sex but we also want to really really help you build something extremely positive and productive in your life in the area of sex. So that's kind of like a bone to pick that I have. (laughs) Maybe that's not the best term, Sammy.
1: A a boner (laughs) to pick with, what I did not say
0: that. You you did.
1: (laughs) Don't. Yeah, so (laughs) that's a really good segue because sex ultimately it, it is something that is meant to, Contribute to our lives and be something that's a really positive force, yeah. and is intertwined in everything we do. And so, sexual integrity, of course, has to align with that in some way. And so, it's a really great segue. What Andrew was just talking about, like this kind of misconceptions that people have about um, what it is that we do and the relationship between sexual integrity and pornography. And so, we can start by clarifying for us uh, when we talk about sexual integrity, what it isn't, and then we can start going into. What does sexual integrity actually represent for us? So, Andrew, yeah, what, what would you say are some of the key defining qualities that people often have a uh, they misinterpret or have some kind of misconception about uh, about what sexual integrity they think it is, and that yeah, we yeah, actually yeah. disagree on?
0: Thanks for asking, Sammy. I'm glad you asked. I'm glad yes. Uh, so, yeah, it's it's definitely not abstaining, just like abstinence focus of of not doing like. You need to not do all these things because when people live a life where they're just refraining from certain activities, you're basically putting so much energy into not doing something, which is not only draining, uh, but you're, in effect, investing energy in something negative. And eventually, you're going to get worn out and all those things that you've been trying to avoid are going to come back. It's just like when you live a life where you try not to eat the ice cream in your freezer, but all you're thinking about is eating that ice cream in the freezer, and it's like this push and pull, well, why don't you just fill your house with delicious foods that's healthy, that you enjoy eating, but that doesn't make you sick, right? And the same goes for sexual integrity. It's like, we don't want to be this organization that goes around talking about the ills of society and all the negative impact of pornography and all this stuff. Uh, because then then your energy is is it's like it conjures fear, it creates a very fearful environment where you know, still it's like negative in terms of sex. Now you're just afraid. Oh, I can't do all these things. Your mind is still towards the negative in respect to sex, so it's definitely not just white knuckling it and and hoping that you make it through another day without watching porn. There is a time for that in your journey when you're new and when you're just like when you start any new habit, it's like developing the muscle takes time and you're still very much your old self and you're slowly evolving into your new self. But you're not meant to stay in that
1: state for very long.
0: What else, Sammy? Mm -hmm. Anything else? What is what is sexual integrity not?
1: Well, I I can I like to emphasize what you just said because it perfectly illustrates my experience in the beginning when I was dealing with pornography. It's that, and it it, just really the key thing. It's it's really not um, not having a negative thing in your life, like just abstaining from pornography or masturbation in and of itself does not qualify as. This is that's the that's the definition of sexual integrity and and for me, the first couple years actually of my over you know my my breaking away from porn journey, it was totally I get like fear driven. It was always I was worried in the back of my mind I was always thinking all right when is when is it going to happen when am I going to collapse when am I going to relapse and it was really this experience of just like pulling through and always just wondering am I really going to be able to do it do I really have what it takes yeah. And, you know, so it was really is focused on that rather than, on, you know, it was not focused on, you know, what do I actually want for my sexuality? And like, why am I really doing this? That really excites me. So there's that. Yeah. By yeah, being then,
0: afraid of something and fearing certain actions, you're making it this big monster. You're making it bigger than it really is. You know, the more that you talk about, how sinister your your problem is, and how it's like you're shrinking your own self and your own self control and self worth, and you're almost empowering this negative influence in your life because you're giving it so much of your time and energy and attention, focusing on how big and bad it is. So again, there's a time in your journey when self awareness, uh, when you're developing that self awareness, to acknowledge the negative aspect of what these things are doing to you but if you pour yourself into fueling a, an opinion that just is like oh this thing is so bad i have to avoid it avoid it you're actually giving it power and you're taking away your own power you're 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 removing you're subtracting something from yourself that's needed and you're giving it to something else
1: mm-hmm. Yes, and so back to your question for me was what's another quality or what is sexual integrity not and I'd say yeah. that another misconception is that people think that sexual integrity is something that you grow out of or that you graduate out of it's that <laughs> you it's something you accomplish and then sure. you know like you pat yourself on the back and then you go on to the next stage of your life. You graduate out of porn, right, but then uh sexual integrity is it's a part of your Part of your life, it's something that you carry with you uh, always, and so you know, that's we that's what we want to emphasize. Like, you know, how is that, and how does it look like that, and why is that the case? And so, Andrew, let's start going into um, what do you think sexual integrity is. Actually, like, what what does it mean for you?
0: It's first of all being really clear about how your sexuality connects with your ideals. Your ideals are extremely important, and they're kind of like the north star of your life. And it takes time to really form ideals. You have most people have an inkling of of the ideals that they have. I think I think if we really look at our life, we don't pay much attention to our ideals, and we just react based on our environment way too much. But your ideals actually take you out of the immediate moment and put you in a place of thinking about 10 years, 20 years, if, if you're fortunate enough to have a connection with something eternal that actually connects you with eternity, right? So uh, it's like, how does your sexuality connect you with eternity? That's a freaking deep question and something you don't have access to when you're just chasing after a feeling. Oh, I'm horny, therefore I'm going to act on this feeling, right? But when, when, when you have sexual integrity, it means that your ideals factor into your sexual decision-making, right? And it's like, well, who do I want to be? If I do this, will it contribute to me becoming the person that I'm committed to being? And I think for the most part, people aren't really committed to being anything, so they'll accept anything, <laughs> right? Like, they have no standard that they're striving for, so they'll just kind of do whatever happens in the moment, and they'll be, they it, no basis of comparison. But the real, real like having uh, clear ideals um, helps you develop a standard. And the same thing goes. for, Again, I, I like to use fitness just because it's it's so clearly like if you're in shape, you're in shape. If you're out of shape, you you know it. Um, but when you start eating well and exercising, you feel different you have more mental cognitive clarity, you just, you walk straighter, you feel like a different person and that becomes a standard when you live like that for long enough. And when you deviate from that and you go on this binge and you start eating donuts and you just go off the deep end, you feel like garbage because it goes against that person that you just were. You've just become a different person. It doesn't fit into that nice feeling that you just had. So The same goes for sexuality is like to form an ideal of the type of character you want to be. Do you really want to be the type of person that stares at their phone for four hours gawking at naked other people having sex? Is that that really how you want to spend your time and energy and, and fantasy, you know? Or would you rather be somebody who invests in developing themselves, growing themselves, using their phone to help other people to learn a new language? So yeah, it's really like... Sexual integrity is, is, is it, you have to have some sort of clarity about a life that you want, the type of person you want to be. And those those really are expressed as in the word ideals, the ideals that you hold near and dear. And they honestly cannot be inherited from somebody else. You do have to develop your own set of ideals based not just on whatever is trendy, but what has worked in the past, you know, based on a lot of thought, prayer, meditation, going deep and figuring out what is really important to you and how does your sexuality make you more of that instead of take you away from your ideals.
1: Mm -hmm. I love it. So getting really crystal clear on your ideals and what it is that you really want for this area of your life, what is that you value. Another thing I would add is
0: Wait, before you go on, I just want I want to see if you can talk about your I feel like cuz I just talked about kind of like an idea, but I feel like you could probably come up with a story right now about you and your life and how how that actually looks, like living up to your ideals cuz you I mean, you're a guy and you have access to the internet and but you also have a wife and you have a kid. So, mm-hmm. why do you choose not to look at porn based on your ideals? Can you give us like a real life situation I feel like stories are really valuable and I didn't give one
1: so I was hoping mm-hmm. you could. okay so passing it on to me Um, what can I say I uh, I just got really clear on like what I wanted in my relationship with my wife and okay. and uh, really fiercely protecting that and fighting for that and, and so can we get into
0: more granular like what what type of man do you want to be for your wife? Like, if if you watch porn, what do you honestly feel would would happen to your relationship with your wife? Like, would there be repercussions? Would she be okay with it, or would you be okay with it? Or like, I, you know, I just want to get real. I want to get honest.
1: So yeah, I mean, I've so I've actually like uh, it's I can share just like from experience. I know my wife would be very embracing and very accepting. Uh, and this has happened where so I've there have been times when I've come close to like I've kind of teetered on temptation or I started edging in some way but you know playing that game of not looking directly for pornography but you know what's some like non pornographic sexual ish kind of things and sure. I've, I've I've found myself doing these kind of things and then I'd always go back and share with my wife so countless times she's just been so accepting and embracing so. Uh, I don't, it wouldn't devastate our relationship or she wouldn't feel betrayed or anything like that. She's always been so supportive and she trusts my intentions. Uh, but for me, like what I really want, it, it's not even for her and just like, how, you know, how will make her feel. It's just like who I want to be for her. And mm. and someone that looks at pornography doesn't fit into that. It's like, what I really want is... Um, Ultimately, my vision is that I'm just totally enamored and enchanted by this one human being, and I don't even have eyes or space for other people. and I'm st- you know I'm still working on that um, yeah, sure, sure. but that's like my vision and what I want to go to go towards, and that I'm just, yeah, for me, that would just be the dream is that. I don't even have eyes. Not even, not that I like uh, resist temptation from other places, but I don't even have eyes for others that I'm just so in love with this person yeah. that I've been together with for the past, you know, it's been 10 years now, 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years. Hmm. And it just grows and grows.
0: That's beautiful. I wanted, I wanted, I want, I thank you. <laughs> you took us to a very beautiful place. Like <laughs> I just, I think that's so important because that's very real. Right. And I think, I think I can't confirm this, but if you got to a really sincere place with anybody who's ever existed, that's all anybody's ever wanted is to just fully love and to be loved by one person in a way that is so complete. And that's why every, you know, there's so many love songs and so many movies and all that about that. But in all honesty, I feel deep down inside, most of us don't believe that that's possible. Right? And so a lot of people just kind of give up. Whereas, you know, there's something that causes you, Sammy, to strive for that still because somehow you believe it's it's possible. Would mm-hmm. you say, do you believe it's possible? Do you believe it's possible to fully just have eyes for one person and love just like give your whole self, mind, body, and soul to one person? Do you think you can do that?
1: Yeah, um, I i Absolutely. I think it can be done. And that's what, and it excites me that possibility of yeah. that. And it's, you know, I'm, I'm very far from that. I, I don't <laughs> pretend to, to be, you know, like almost there or anything. Uh, sure. but it's something that I, it, you know, it's, I enjoy having that vision to work towards.
0: Yeah. No, I think it's an important concept or, uh, or conversation because, there are so many naysayers that are easy to snatch you up and and say, oh, that's a pipe dream. It doesn't exist, right? And that's when you want to believe that it doesn't exist so that you can justify settling for something less than that, right? Whereas Mm -hmm. um, to not be swayed by the temptation to give up on, on real actual love, a love that can grow over time, a love that can be so satiating that, you have no space for anything else, you know, and I think I think humanity is getting to a place where we can start to live that out more and more but I'm sure you've had moments or days I'm sorry to dwell on this I just think that that is an ideal that's so fleshed out because you you're striving for it um, Have you had days where you've been totally enraptured by your wife or weeks or months or or hours or minutes <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah it's of course it the, so those moments I can't I don't know how i can't I don't know if I can put a number on it okay. I don't even know if I'd hit weeks or mo- you know months it's but yeah there's these times when um having just having no interest in anything other than this one other person and
0: mm.
1: yeah those are great moments I like them a lot and she likes them a lot. And, oh, uh, sorry, I, I'm sorry yeah. to
0: dwell yeah. on that. You we were about to yeah, talk about something. No,
1: it's, it's great to for me to vocalize, you know, kind of my goals and kind of where, I'm, where I want to go in this area. Yeah. And uh, for me, another point of what is sexual integrity is that, so, you know, getting clear on this ideal and this vision that you have for yourself. And then uh, also getting clear in like the, I guess then that you define that that's like as the purpose of your sexuality, right? And But also just getting really, what is the purpose of your sex? What is your sexuality made for, designed for? And how do you want to use it in your life? Mm. Uh, Getting clear on all of those things and then going in that direction. So starting to align your mindset, your actions. Sure. uh, All that in that direction, And just because once you start getting clear on, like, this is what my sexual desire is meant for. So for me, it's designed and meant for my wife, this other person. And I experience sexual drive and desire in order to invest into her. Yeah. And so, you know, I think for, like you said, that people often don't take the time to think about what is it they believe in certain areas. And I think for a lot of people, if they took the time to think about, you know, this is how I want to my sex to be used or this is like why my sexuality exists then a lot of things just start to make sense and then a lot of things start to make to you are clearly don't make sense and I just think pornography and masturbation are one of those things and so for yeah. me I'm just, I got so clear on this exists for my wife and yeah, yeah. masturbation just doesn't make sense in that scenario and in that kind of life you know that that lifestyle and that life there's just no room for it
0: I like it, yeah. I think, I mean, you and I were talking a bit before, and one idea that really came up is like, you know, sexuality is meant to be this reciprocal energy, you could call it, if you're new agey. Uh, but definitely like an experience where there's there's push and pull, there's give and take, there's like a fluidity, right? And if one part of that equation is broken or... Uh, has holes in it or is, is out of focus, then it ruins that, that harmony, that kind of symbiosis that's, that's happening, you know, and uh, it's not a complete experience because definitely like, uh, you know, and that's really the sex that's promoted in this, in this world and in society at large is like based on a feeling, based on a sense of, you know, pheromones, hormones, all these things, you know, uh, compulsion almost. Uh, whereas now that, that I'm, I'm in a totally different situation with a wife that I'm 100% committed to, it's kind of like it, it's a transcendental experience because I'm, I'm able to give her my full attention with my mind. I'm able to give my full love to her through my heart. And spiritually, we're able to connect in a, in a way beyond the body because it's not what our bodies are doing that is the exciting part. Like that—that's great and all. That's that's fine. We're young and limber. We're fine, you know, no problems there. But it, that's not—that's not the, like people who are obsessed. You know, what porn teaches you is it's about positions and it's about all this external stuff. But when you're really fully with another person, nothing else exists. Like literally, the entire world ceases to exist for that moment, and it's the entire world is you and your spouse and you leave your bodies and you go somewhere that can that it's a mystical experience that's that's it's like all these you know uh, new age all these hipster you know silicon valley people do ayahuasca yeah. they're chasing after this feeling which can only come not from sex but through lovemaking sh- the sharing of love you're building love you're it's called lovemaking cuz you're literally making love you're creating love you're you're building love when those elements your mind your heart your spirit and then your body come together but it takes a lot of time and investment but that is like that's integrity is when all all elements are working harmoniously to create the desired end result and so like sexual integrity is also fulfillment of sexuality like you were saying and that means the fulfillment of a relationship. And you cannot make love with somebody when their mind is distracted. It's a bad experience, actually. That's when sex can really hurt people. When their heart isn't in it, when their mind isn't in it, when spiritually they're suffering but their body's still having sex, it's when you start going into a deficit. It's actually a it's a heart deficit or a mind deficit or a spiritual deficit if your body has sex without those elements altogether. And I know couples that, you know, one, 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 of, the, one of the people in the, in the relationship, they are begrudgingly having sex because they want to somehow make the relationship better, but their heart's not in it. And in fact, they're just creating distance, more distance between the two people because they're doing something out of order, right? And so it's really like this, when you talk about fulfillment, it's really like a deep experience when those things are all aligned. And that's the hard part of relationships. That's the work. (laughs) That's the work of marriage. But your reward is having sex that can't be described really in words and can't be understood by people who just chase after physical sex. It's something that can only be experienced with when two people are working on their minds and their hearts and their spirits together and growing together and then experience sex together. It's like, it's out of this world in the most literal sense, you know, but I'm not saying it's like that every time for us, but definitely we've had moments when we just kind of look at each other. I don't mean, I don't mean, I'm, I, I would probably devolve into a being that couldn't walk, walk. Wow. <laughs> Yeah. or I'd, I'd I'd look really weird and I'd speak in gibberish but um
1: I think uh, yeah God,
0: God <laughs> I mean I feel
1: I think if uh, it was like that are, every time you'd never leave the, the house Andrew
0: cherry on top of the Sunday <laughs> um, and it's not about that and we don't chase the experience the experience <laughs> comes when it comes like that that feeling of connection to God through sex comes when. It occurs when that's why I cha- I changed it to occurs because I knew you, you, I didn't do it in time though. Um, the the experience occurs, Sammy when. Uh, we're not chasing it when that's not the end goal, but when the goal is the other person. Who comes? And when the we've win. done our own personal homework of working ourselves. <laughs> so that's why, yes, yeah, like avoiding negative habits is, is, of course, a great start, but then like building yourself up into somebody who can really be a caring, loving, considerate, kind, gentle, generous person. That's where the magic is. That's where the magic is. And that doesn't come by avoiding difficulty.
1: Yes. So. So, yeah, so amazingly put. And just that last point of mm. uh, going into someone that can accomplish these things, that's really the heart of sexual integrity. Absolutely. And because it, it, it fluctuates. you know you compared your current sexual experiences with your wife to your past and how vastly different they are, and how a lot of what media talks about sex, it's very hormonal. And, and it definitely fluctuates. like you know, I, I say all these grand things about my relationship with my wife as well. and sure. I have this commitment to viewing her a certain way, but you know, those hormones are super strong when, and when they start kicking in, like, I definitely start uh, forgetting sure. like <laughs> all these grand, you know these grand dreams I have for my sexual relationship with my wife. and it becomes it does, you know, the focus, very strongly is pulled towards, just like I just want to, I just want to, you know, rub up against something, or I just want to, you know, get off in some way, right? <laughs> and and I think as as humanity, it's really the we have this unique uh, ability to have mastery over our over these urges that we experience, and so we have this gift, and also I think uh, a responsibility as human beings to master our lower urges.
0: That's. So important because that's, that's like, we are able to do that, but there's such a huge segment of society that's trying to persuade us to not even think about that and to really don't, don't even believe that. And, and don't even take that seriously because that's not, you don't like, like uh, Freud did a lot of this. Kinsey did a lot of this, that any type of self-control is a form of repression and that's not what it's talking about there there are problems when you repress but that's really again avoidance of negative things it's more realigning that energy mm-hmm. to to work towards your ideals that's really important and I, and I like that point because a lot of people don't really mm-hmm. believe that oh i can't control that i'm just horny or whatever and that's such it's we hear it so much and mm-hmm. it's such a bold-faced lie because you can. If you can't control yourself, then you're a menace to society. Oh, I feel like murdering somebody. Oh, can't control it. Oh, I feel like having sex. Can't control it. Well, that makes you a child. That's what little babies live like. But you're meant to grow out of that into somebody who has control over every aspect of your body and your mind and your heart and your spirit. That's the purpose of our life.
1: Yes, so yeah those those chemical pulls, all that physical stuff is really strong, and so definitely don't want to discredit that, but exactly what you're just saying, Andrew, is that we have the ability to have mastery over those things
0: absolutely and then so I honestly, I had a discussion very early this morning with somebody really talking about this because there's there's even people who do believe that you can recover there's a lot of psychologists, a lot of kind of brain people who say, yes, but it takes a long time. You have to really dig deep. And like, yes, there is that road. And some people go down that road and it takes years and decades and whatever. And there's other people who just honestly can change in an instant because they recognize their own power. And it's it's really, uh, it's really an epiphany that doesn't come through the mind. It comes through a deep, like intrinsic realization to the bone marrow that wait a second I am able to control myself and when you feel that then then it's a game changer right uh, and we want all of you to experience that because to have control over yourself is one of the greatest experiences you can have like taming taming a wild horse is nothing compared to taming your mind taming your heart taming your sexual desires mm-hmm. right but. If you don't ever take the time to do that, then you're a kind of a liability to yourself. If you end up in a relationship, you're in a you're a liability to that relationship. So it's definitely worth exercising the muscle of self-mastery. And it's absolutely anybody can do it. Some people have more work to do than others, but everybody it's 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 not like there's no, you know, totem pole where some people are at the top and some people are at the bottom and you're stuck there. Anybody can master themselves. Absolutely.
1: Amazing. Anything else on this topic, Andrew, or are we ready to go into our call to action?
0: Uh no, I'll leave I'll leave people alone. I mean, obviously I can talk, but I'm I'll leave them alone for now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you guys got a free pass from Mr. Andrew Love. And, lucky. and Yeah, so the whole point of this conversation is that we just want to give you something to think about. And so we really encourage you to take time and think about you as your unique individual, what is the purpose of your sexuality? And what is your ideal in the, the realm of sex? What is it that you really want? Uh, what is it that you want to fulfill during your lifetime regarding sex? To really, what, what is it meant to be used for? And just really what makes sense given that? And I think for a lot of people who really take the, the sincere, the genuine time to reflect on this area of their life, Things just begin to make sense, and like for me, just the natural conclusion was this pornography just didn't make sense, given what I wanted for this area of my life. And I think a lot of people would similarly come to a, a similar conclusion.:
0: So we're going to give you some calls to action right now. Um, you've heard some nice flowery words from Sammy and I. It's lovely to hear. Uh, you know, his interpretation of of his ideals. I love it. Um, But now for you, because this isn't about us, it's about you. Uh, One thing we want to challenge you to do is is deeply think about what is your sex, you, your sex meant to be used for? Is it something that's meant to be used for cheap thrills and, you know, just... uh, just, (laughs) Short short-lived pleasure or is it meant for something greater than that? That's something that you need to really consider for yourself. What makes sense is with with your sexuality like what makes sense to you in terms of your ideals? It's really good. We want you to also really steep yourselves in thinking about what your ideals might be. and what makes sense for you in terms of how to live, your life in the area of sexuality in respect to those ideals so we want you to really think about that because most people don't and it's very bizarre because you know we know some very considerate people who are deep thinkers and amazing action takers and yet in the area of sex they they don't give it much thought they just kind of follow their urges And it's and it's a bizarre thing to behold. And I believe at this stage in humanity, um, we are meant to evolve at exponential rates. And part of that is looking deeply at ourselves and asking ourselves, what do we really want? Who do we want to be? And what kind of life do we want? And there are all the tools at our immediate disposal to allow us to create that life, to curate a life, every aspect. And sex is no different. And that's why High Noon exists, is to help you curate a life Of sexual integrity. But you have to first figure out what does that mean. To curate something means to customize it, to to handpick the elements that you like. And so that means you have to take time to figure out what is it that you do that you don't like? And what is it that you would like to do in the place of that thing that you don't like? So that is, you know, the kind of esoteric homework for you to do, and in a practical way, we want to remind you, if we haven't already, to go to highnoon.org and sign up for the 15-day challenge. And this was designed to help you experience some small measure of progress in your life pertaining to sexual integrity, to build this sexual integrity. And so there's five days that focus on looking at your past and understanding, reflecting on the past. It's self-reflection. And then five days of self-evaluation, learning self-awareness. What is that? Who are you and how do you function day in and day out? What do you what shortcomings do you have? What blind spots do you have? But also what virtues and values do you already live up to? And how do you double down on that? And then we have five days of self-mastery, and that's looking at how to move forward with total confidence and clarity so that you can customize your life in terms of sexual integrity. So go to highnoon.org and sign up for the 15-day challenge. It's totally free, and it was designed specifically to give you the experience of growth. And it's not going to transform your life and totally change you forever, but it will give you that incremental shift in a fundamental way that in five years, if you keep on investing in self-reflection, self-awareness and self-mastery, you will be such a fundamentally different person. So it's like that that one degree shift now, in five years, you're going to be such a, totally different person than you are now in the best way possible. So it's to give you that competitive advantage, competing with yourself, I guess. I don't know. You're not competing against anybody. To give you the leg up on yourself and to be able to get ahead of your bad habits by anticipating those habits and recreating yourself in good habits. So please go. Those are your action steps to reflect on what, what is sex meant to be used for Um, and also to sign up for this 15-day challenge. It's been a pleasure. Sammy dropped off this call because there were technical problems, but we're just going to say on behalf of Sammy, who's not even here, I know he would want me to say this. Thank you. Thank you for listening. God bless you guys. Thank you for coming, and we will see you soon.